0: And now today we're going to have a report on green matters from Susan Brinkerhoff. And I'm going to turn the, floor, the microphone over to her and please pay attention. And if you want to really hear this, you probably should come down because they're still being noisy out on the lanai. Thank you so much. Uh, good morning. Today begins the fourth week of Climate Justice Month, if if you if you have signed up for a Commit to Respond, a, a UU uh, Ministry for the Earth from UU Ministry for the Earth, you have received in your inbox a spiritual message about climate justice every day. This. This was the beginning of yesterday's message, and I felt that it was so appropriate for this morning. Our Unitarian Universalist faith calls on us to confront the crisis of climate change that plagues our world and narrows the possibilities of our collective future. Our primary challenge isn't convincing people of its devastating devastating impacts. It's helping people truly believe that we can win and create the profound changes necessary for a better world. As people of faith, we have the responsibility and opportunity to bring forward our spiritual traditions, rituals, and practices to help people meet these times with courage. So if you, if you want to be part of the fourth week, you just go to Commit to Respond, and you sign up, and they just send you in your inbox a beautiful message every day. There are many organizations across the United States and the world that are trying to address climate change. These groups believe that climate change is caused by humans and that humans can do something about it. In the hand, we have a couple of handouts. One is, they're they're just resources, really. Um, We have lists of some of these groups. Some years ago, this congregation decided to participate in the Green Sanctuary Program that is now run by the UU Ministry for the Earth. Although aligned with the the UUA, it is a separate organization. If you would like to know more about this program, about Green Sanctuary, I urge you to go online and read about it. We could spend the whole forum just talking about what Green Sanctuary is. This year, your Green Sanctuary Committee has had a series of climate conversations to help educate us about climate change and what are some of the behaviors that we can adopt to be part of the solution rather than part of the problem. At the first session, we had a a very interesting speaker. Jeff Rogers, the education director at the South Florida Museum in Bradenton, explained very clearly why climate change is caused by humans and that humans can do something about it now, but maybe not later. We hope his talk will soon be on the Yukov website and the Yukov radio. The second speaker was Cody Keller, a retiree who has shifted the focus of his professional efforts to ecological matters, one of which is the Citizens' Climate Lobby, from their website. Citizens Climate Lobby is a non-profit, non-partisan, grassroots advocacy organization focused on national policies to address climate change. Based on what climate scientists and economists alike tell us, we believe that a carbon fee and dividend is the best first step to reduce greenhouse gas emissions and to mitigate the impacts of, change, of a changing climate. So what is a carbon fee and dividend? A fee, let's avoid that controversial word, tax, would be placed on carbon emissions. Greater emissions, greater fees. And all the proceeds would be returned to households. In other words, it wouldn't be used to run the government or play for other programs. In, In order to generate the political will necessary for passage of such a thing, the carbon fee and dividend proposal, they train and support volunteers, they meaning the Citizens' Climate Lobby, train and support volunteers to engage elected officials, the media, and the public. Politicians don't create political will. They respond to it. The Citizens' Climate Lobby believes that citizens who are well-trained organized by congressional district, and with a good system of support can more than influence the political process. At the third session of our climate series, we watched the first in a series of videos about the effects of climate change in different places in the world, and some of the devastation that is going on that contributes to it. You can watch this video on YouTube, It is called Years of Living Dangerously. Bonnie Hurley has the entire set of videos, and maybe we can find a time to show them here at UCOV. At the fourth session, we had a panel. This time, Cody Keller told us how he and his wife cut their carbon footprint by about 75%, doing such things as driving less and buying an electric car using solar heating for their pool, and generating most of their electricity by a photovoltaic system. John Derovec from the Bradenton Citizens' Climate Lobby talked about the focus of that group. John and his wife would like to have a meeting here at Yukov to talk about forming a Citizens' Climate Lobby in Venice. And this is an important thing. If, if we can get a few people interested, I, I know that my, my time here in Venice is, is limited and, uh, and we're leaving soon. But if I could find a few people this morning who would be willing to engage in this, um, I, I will try to talk right at the end of the forum before the, um, before the service, so see me because they would like to do this. They would like to have, to see that people in Venice um, invite, you know, obviously, whoever is interested here in Venice, and just to have another um, group that starts. Um, okay, Abby Gage was also on the, on the panel, and she's going to talk to us this morning about um, Transition Venice. Our other panel member was Raymond Kaiser from the Green Building Council, and he spoke eloquently about the spiritual aspect of environmental work. So now Abby is going to tell us, Abby is a sustainability educator, and um, her mother's a member of this church. So we welcome Abby.
1: everybody hear me okay? Great. Um, I'm just going to read a little bit about Transition Venice so you get an orientation of what it is and and, uh, maybe who we are, what we do. Um, Transition Venice is part of the worldwide grassroots transition movement to help make our communities more food and energy resilient. Um, Please join us if you would like to know what you can do to make your life and our community less vulnerable to peak oil and if you are concerned about climate change. Our membership is diverse from people who follow permaculture practices, design energy efficient buildings, build their own solar hot water and electric systems, build electric bicycles, create home community or community gardens, and we want everyone to participate in some way because everybody can. Um, The whole Gandhi um, phrase is, be the change that you want to see. Um, By building resilience through community, our desire to facilitate transitioning to a better way of life together. Um, This church has been um, particularly um, beneficial and and supportive of the Transition Venice group. Um, You may be familiar with Transition Sarasota with Don Hall and the organization that he started up there are I Don't know for sure, but I think we're probably one of the few um, Areas in the country that actually have two initiatives within the same um, Municipal boundary of Sarasota County and I don't know if you guys know but Sarasota County is um, Probably the most progressive environmentally in the state of Florida and um, I have some theories about why that, ha- that is the way it is. Part of it has to do with art. Um, part of it has to do with education. And part of it has to do with um, the economic level of citizens in this county. And we're really lucky here to have um, the different services that we have. We have a public transportation system in this county, whereas Charlotte County doesn't. So if you don't have a car in Charlotte County, you've got to bum a ride with somebody. So that's, that's your restriction. So we're really lucky in this county. We're, we also actually have um, staff people in this county that are paid to um, work on sustainability issues. In fact, I've just hired a second staff person. Um, if you're not familiar <clears throat> with how government and planning work, um, and there's so many different layers of it, but the um, county is required to have a comprehensive plan, which is a long-term planning document, And it's required every 10 years to update this document. And that's in the process right now. Um, And they go through cycles. They've clumped issues into cycles. Right now is the environmental and sustainability cycle. That's the first of six cycles that's just starting. And that input will then be put into, hopefully, policies that will be implemented successfully and make our county more sustainable. Um, So that's something that you as a person can participate in. There's a little, um, you know, bubble in or fill in the dots on the computer survey that you can do um, till the end of this month on this cycle. The next cycle is on transportation. So one thing that as seniors, um, many people face mobility issues. Um, whether it's just physically you know walking or being able to actually drive now, so if that's something that interests you, you might want to have some input into that plan. Um, it you'd go to the Sarasota county. I don't have I didn't have it written down but go to Google uh, comprehensive plan Sarasota County and I think you should be able to find it pretty easily. And Abby, I believe on Thursday the 20 what she just said. Sure. Um along with doing it on the internet you can actually the, the county's spending the money to send staff down to Venice Community Center on the 23rd. I believe it's at 6 or 6:30 in the evening um where they'll be having public actually public input into this Um, so that's an opportunity as well. I think there, there's another one scheduled at another location in the, up in Sarasota. So, um, and this will be happening over the next five to six months. All these different cycles will be going through. So you can have an impact 10 years down the road, you know, and it would be really helpful. I know I have a 13 year old kid, so it'd be nice to have more bike lanes. So if you can push for some more bike lanes, that'd be great. And transitions for pedestrians i was trying to cross the street um off the island the south bridge to go across the street to the shops i was having tires put on my car and it's the kookiest way as if you're a pedestrian you really can't do that you have to go all the way down to shamrock and cross and then come back so there are a lot of disconnects there anyway i transgress a lot um but I, I started off by saying how supportive this church has been, and maybe it's because my mom and my father um, were members and um, active, um, but also maybe because it's just people here are more receptive and have potentially more open minds. What projects is Transition Venice doing right now? Okay. That's what I was going to go through. A little bit of the accomplishments, what we just recently finished. Um, and then a little bit upcoming, we, um, our big fundraising event of the year is the edible landscape and sustainable home tour, which we just, um, completed and we had some really wonderful press on and some great, um, spinoffs, but basically we, you know, we need to show, You, you can tell people, but it's great to, to, to show as well. So that's what we did and opened it up. Sure. She asked what, what projects were we doing? Um, so I was going to give you guys a, what we've done, so you give you an idea of what we do. Um, we just had a green cleaning um, speaking, you know, educational evening with someone who in the community who um, makes cleaning products so that you don't have to buy the chemical um, things through the grocery store. So that empowers you to actually do something um, in your own home to um, save money and make your, envir- your home environment safer. Um, we are still supporting the Growing Together Community Garden, which is up at the Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints on East Venice Ave, and that's been, I think this is the third season for that garden, and it's continued to grow, and there have been two or three people that have really, um, shepherded that through, and it's been really neat to see the, um, the growth of that project. Um, we also had a Tiny Homes, um, um presentation by the builder and also the home, uh, one of our members owns two lots in Osprey and he's developing them and building two tiny homes on them. So it's, again it's, a, it's a, an example of um, reducing your carbon footprint with your, your home domicile. Um, the other, uh, next coming up this Thursday we have at the Holistic Center on Shamrock um, Annie's coming from Cape Coral, to do an actual transition-type workshop. Transition, I didn't bring the book, but um, it started um, probably less than a decade ago, but there's, it's, I think of it like as a skeleton, to to try to create a positive future, and um, there are different ways and techniques to um, try to bring people together and activate them, and make it Um, more of an ownership so that they actually feel involved and connected to it. So this is kind of like a a workshop on how to transition. I'm not sure if I'm explaining that all that great, but um, the other thing that we're involved with recently is the City of Venice's Parks and Recreation has approached us um, to help them potentially start a community garden in Venice. And... um, we had spent a lot of organizational energy trying to get them to start a food forest a couple of years ago in Venice, and um, we learned a lot from that experience. And so, instead of kind of jumping in with both feet, we've um, we've kind of bounced the ball back into their court and said, "Okay, here's a questionnaire. If you guys are really serious about this, and I did some research and you know found um, some materials, said here's a questionnaire." Go through these with your city people and and you know answer these questions and and kind of do it yourself because um, you know without the land and without the water we don't really want to put our energy into it unless they're serious about it so it's interesting to see how things are are shifting um, and kind of power changes so. Um, Anyway, one of the things that we do with our money um, is buy these cool t-shirts, um, but I'm hoping that in the future we're, we're, we're going to use, there's a t-shirt company that actually produces all their t-shirts um, using renewable energy, um, so I don't know, if I'll, I'll leave this here with you guys, That so if you ever have any different organizations uh, or groups within your church that are going to do a t-shirt for something, this might be an option for you, Um it's, we're really trying to, to to walk what we're talking. so um, And in that vein, transition works on, th- or sustainability in general, is supposed to work on three levels. This is the, the traditional explanation of it. Um, it's social, environmental, and economic. And you have to have all those three working in tandem to be a sustainable society. Um, well... As part of my learning in this process um, and thinking about things that I've done and things I like to do, I've actually decided to go ahead and start a business. Um, So my business is called Abby's Edible Landscapes. And uh, people that know you or know me um, will know that I have been doing plantings and I was involved in trying to help the, um, the Waters Hall little garden there. And we're still working on that. It's a project. For next season to start again, so we're looking for people that would be interested in that. But um, Transition Redness is very grateful for the support that this church has given us. Um, we've had different programs here. Don Hall came and spoke um, at the beginning of his, um, starting Transition Sarasota. So I think you guys are a real asset to this community in a lot of different ways. I mean, the, the uh, VICA things that, that were started, what, a decade ago or more now, VICA's been going? is just a wonderful way to bring community together and build those, uh, the bridges of love, which essentially, you know, is a healthy community, has a whole bunch of bridges of love. And um, I think that's what, it's been really a pleasure and an honor, really an honor to to do the Transition Venice thing here, and I'm really grateful for you all for helping us do it. Thanks. Uh-huh. um Yeah. um she's asking about where we could find the recipes for the green cleaning products i actually right yeah baking soda and vinegar and yep yeah, things like that she um i'm i'm encouraging her to to go into that line of business we're working on that 's part of it we need to create little micro enterprises you know little green angel investors you know little um places that can support you know small ecopreneurs, whether it's you know, my there's a entrepreneurial club up at Find you. You know, if someone has that expertise and can do that outreach for us, it would be great to to build a little cluster of of young ecopreneurs. Make it part of your, of your business. Yeah. I mean that's that's part of what I'm yeah. Mm-hmm. It's gotta start somewhere. Thanks. Okay. Well. <laughs> when
2: is
1: the next transition meeting? Um Oh, that's a really good question. Um, Because we go kind of on hiatus like a lot of things do. Um, We've been generally meeting on the second and fourth Thursdays. So this next fourth Thursday is where we have a um, a more of a public kind of meeting at the Shamrock. Shamrock. So on the second Thursdays, we meet at the Bennis Public Library on the island at 6 o'clock. Um yeah she's saying that there's a shop um near the Office Depot shopping center that has green cleaning products and um I don't I'm not familiar with it so I don't I can't really comment about it I'll have to find out Sure yeah Okay great Brad Oh yeah it's a global uh, he's asking what what are, this, this is a big thing. Um, yeah, it is. This is, um, it's kind of gone viral. It didn't start very long ago. Um, there are transition initiatives all over the world. There's actually one in Tallahassee, believe it or not. There is. Um, <laughs> the first one here in um, Florida was up in Micanope, and I went and visited them, and they are just awesome people, um, just doing some really crazy things. And you just don't know where the spinoff happens. Because when I went up to Micanope, I'm like, turn this, this ho- you know, Hodunk town And this is like there's this gas station and it's just blasted with solar panels. You know, and I'm like, wow, what's this doing out in the middle of Redneck Hill, nowhere? And it was because this guy had started an initiative and he had just started it and he threw out the seeds. And not only had this guy, you know, with the gas station owner and put the panels on the roof, but one of the reddest or the most Red person, or whatever you want to call it. I, don't, I know red gets confused now with generation anyway. Um, he's got goats in his yard and chickens in his yard, and he's growing his own food, and you know whereas before he was paying somebody to owe it. She's saying that, that, yeah, grouping together to buy solar panels. Florida has a very interesting um, political situation with um, the corporations here basically calling the shots on on solar policy, and it's really stymied um, businesses in the past. I think now that the right or the conservative, the Tea Party, there's an element in there that's saying, like, dude, this doesn't make sense anymore. And um, there's now the, the petition. There's a statewide um, constitutional amendment. If you haven't signed the petition... Great. Thanks, Kendall. Excellent. There's a, t- there's a petition on the table about um, putting making it a lot easier for people to finance and pay for solar panels because um, that's been one of the stumbling blocks is, is the huge upfront cost of them. And that has, um, we actually have to change it on the constitutional level because the power companies have it in the Constitution that they're the only ones allowed to sell power. So yeah, well that's true, yeah. So there, there, there are different ways we're trying both commercially and and individually to get so better access, more reasonable um, access to solar. We have a long way to go. She says that, that that what we're getting from solar power now is only a teeny percentage, and if we only, if we expanded by you know X amount, we'd have even you know we'd have more, but. Yeah, we have a long way to go, but look at Germany, you know, and look at the policies that, that um, Chancellor um, Merkel put in, in place, you know, 10 or some odd years ago. And that country now, you know, there was an eclipse of the sun, and they had, to, they had to tweak their grid because so much of their electricity is being provided for by the sun. They're exporting power right now. Germany, not known as a sunny country. They're <laughs> exporting power. So, I mean, look how those policies here in Florida have really hurt our future. And I think, really, we should be outraged, honestly. Mm -hmm. She says Portugal has so much wind power. Yeah, if you go to Europe, you see it. I mean, you see it on barns that are 250 years old, you know, as you're going through on the train. I mean, it's just... Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. She's saying the lo- lobbying power, and there, in fact, that I'm glad you said that because there's a movie starting on Friday this far- Friday called "The Masters of Doubt," And it's going to be shown up at the Burns Court f- f- um, theater, and it's basically it, it documents it's a, it's a documentary. It documents um, those folks and that have um, basically put doubt on climate change and global warming. And it goes along with those folks that that put down on you know that cigarettes were harmful or DDT was you know causing um, you know build up in in people's you know tissues and stuff. So, okay, one more here. Go ahead. Sorry. I don't... Well, you know, Excellent. She's, she says she that UCOV is in the process of getting funding for to put solar panels on the church, which is awesome. That's wonderful. Go. The name of the movie again? I'm pretty sure it's called Masters of Doubt. Oh, Merchants of Doubt. Thank you. I was trying to remember it. Then I was like, Merchants of Doubt," because they actually make money from it. But yeah, it was at the Telluride Film Festival and some of the, you know, more um, less mainstream. Anybody else? Thanks for your time. He's comparing. He's saying about California that um, I guess mostly because the drought and there's just too many people for the amount of water. But you know what? We can criticize California, but actually, California has basically cut the edge and forced a lot of these environmental regulations to happen because California is such a huge market, such a huge part of this country. They have been leading. Um, On so many of these policies, whether it's um, gas miles, they've just been making um, companies do that. Now their um, their retirement pensions, you know, their government pension system is divesting, I believe, of fossil fuels. So their companies that you know make money extracting fossil fuels will no longer be in the CalPerg investment portfolio. So, anyway,
0: thanks everybody. I, I know that, that Brad and Kendra have been at a climate conference, and Dee have been at this cro- climate conference this weekend, this weekend and, and I was... I, just, I wanted to say it's a great way to network. Do you want to co- come up? Do you have, do you, would, would you like to say, Was there anything that you... <laughs> All right. Would you like to say a few words? There. Interfaith climate action network okay this is it yeah we have a interfaith climate network climate, interfaith, climate action, action. Mm-hmm. All right. i i would so there's just all kinds of things i would like to say that bonnie has bonnie would you want to just say for a few minutes and i know mary mary ann's going to finish it off for us of I, I, I all right all right, Mary Ann's gonna and then don't forget to please if you're interested in the climate citizens' climate lobby, please see me as soon as we get finished. Thank you. Thank you. As an
2: aside, Richard and I both uh, belong to the Nekomas Community Gardens, which and the Sarasota County has many community gardens all over, all over, all over. So if you're interested in participating, it's it's a gas. And you, you meet very like-minded people. I mean, just go through the parking lot and you'll see wonderful bumper stickers. Uh, I'm going to start with a quote. We have a limited amount of time left to change the trajectory on a really urgent crisis. I am quoting Brian Deese, Obama's senior advisor on climate change policy. Climate change has become finally a hot, literally, topic. Where do we, each one of us, fit into this enormous challenge to change the t- t- trajectory? We have been given a list, a veritable smorgasbord of some of the organizations that devote themselves to changing the business-as-usual mentality, which is so comforting, yet so potentially dangerous. Pick one, Pick one that speaks to you and lifts you up. Pick green sanctuary. Pick this congregation's efforts to install solar panels. Give money. Plant a garden. Pick one thing that elevates your spirit. Take a walk in the woods. Find your own place. Perhaps it's climate justice maybe working to bring fresh fruit and vegetables to nutritional food deserts, which believe it or not, exist very nearby. I am honored to have been asked to read the words of Raymond Kaiser, the last speaker in the climate change the climate conversations panel. When Susan asked him for a copy of his presentation, he said he had hadn't written it down. He had no written notes. He spoke directly from his heart and I quote in this world of 10,000 joys and 10,000 sorrows we can fixate on our worries and concerns or attempt to ignore them a balanced approach is to see both the joys and the sorrows and continually remember to notice The light. Plant seeds. Tomato seeds don't yield corn. Plant seeds of love and don't be attached to harvesting the fruit. The challenges we face collectively are too large for us to meet. Face them anyway and remember to notice the light. Nothing else I talked about was that important, unquote. Thank you.